0: What's going on, Far, Far Away family? Welcome to Star Wars in 10. So how's everyone doing on the second day of the week? I hope all is good on your side of the galaxy. Not too much new out here on the Outer Rim, other than I feel like I've been ran through a food processor. I'm not feeling good at all this morning. So I think we're going to get right to the story, because when we left off yesterday, Bane had barely escaped from Xana. So let's see what's going to happen next. But first, got to drop the Intro <laughs>
1: you we be if you would join us. Bane had hoped his apprentice would be caught off guard by his unexpected tactic. There was a small chance she would actually be killed by the explosion, buried under the collapsing rock but as he picked himself up in the aftermath, he could sense she was still alive. Despite the fact she'd been trying to kill him, the knowledge brought him a small measure of satisfaction. He had trained her well. The primary goal of the explosion hadn't been to kill her anyway. The desperate ploy was actually Bane's last chance to escape a battle he knew he couldn't win. In that, he had been successful. Though, if he wanted to survive, ...he still had to find a way out of the prison, before the whole place came crashing down. He had no real sense of where he was in the Labyrinthine dungeon. Before Xana found him, he had been following Kaleeb's daughter... ...letting the Force guide him with no real conscious thought as to the path he was taking. Reaching out with his mind, he sensed that the Princess was gone now... ...but Bane had slaughtered more than a dozen guards during his escape. They had to have shuttles somewhere in the facility... And even if he didn't know where to find them, he knew he could trust in the Force. He broke into a run, darting left and right down passages as they opened up without any thought or hesitation, doing his best to ignore the incessant howls of the evacuation alarms. Throughout his life, even before he had known who and what he was, he had been guided by the Force. During his military career, he had led a charmed life Somehow leading the Gloomwalkers, virtually unscathed through some of the war's bloodiest campaigns. He had simply considered himself lucky, or blessed with good instincts. He skidded around a corner, his boots losing traction for a second. At the same time, he felt the shockwave of a massive explosion rippling up from chambers somewhere far below. He fought for his balance and managed to keep his feet, accelerating down the next hall. It was impossible to tell if he was going in the right direction. The unadorned stone walls looked the same in every passage. He felt the reverberations of a second distant explosion, reminding him that he was running out of time. Yet the slope of the corridor was leading him upward, which encouraged him. It was only after he had begun his training at the Sith Academy on Korriban that he realized his incredible run of fortune had actually been a manifestation of the Force. Even before he was aware of its power, it had acted through him. ...shaping the events of his life by guiding and directing his choices and actions. Learning to harness that power, to take control of his destiny... ...rather than to let it keep controlling him... ...had allowed him to ascend to his current position. The Force had become a tool. Its power was his to command and bend to his will. But here, only minutes away from complete annihilation... ...Bane allowed himself to revert to the ways of his youth. Focusing on trying to find a way out would require effort and concentration that would only slow him down. He couldn't think and plan. He had to react and hope. He wheeled around another corner, sprinted down a short hall, and charged out onto a steel balcony overlooking a massive high-roofed chamber. He arrived just in time to see a shuttle with the Done Royal Crest rising up and flying away. For an instant, he thought the princess might be on board. However, when he reached out, he felt a very different presence piloting the craft. Someone with a powerful connection to the dark side. Bane couldn't allow his attention to be drawn by the mysterious individual escaping in the shuttle, however. He had a far more pressing problem. From his vantage point atop the balcony, he could clearly see the Ikhtochi, who had led the ambush against him back at his mansion. She was dressed in the same black cloak and she was standing beside a black and red shuttle. She had been looking at the escaping vehicle, but as it sped away, she turned to face Bane. Seeing him, an expression of satisfaction flickered across her features. I have been waiting for you, she called out to him. The last time they had fought, she had bested him. This time, he was unarmed and drained from his battle with Xana. Yet he was still confident he could defeat her. Without the advantage of surprise and 20 mercenaries backing her up, she was no match for him one-on-one. And if she cut him with her poisoned blades again, he'd be ready to burn away the toxin before it overwhelmed his system. Bain grabbed the railing of the balcony and pulled himself over, ignoring the tremor caused by another explosion from inside the facility. His feet were already moving as he hit the floor below, driving him toward his foe. To his surprise, the Iktochi didn't retreat as he bore down on her. She didn't even draw her weapons. Instead, she dropped to one knee and bowed her head, holding her hands out palms up as if presenting him with an offering. The unexpected reaction caused him to pull up short a few meters from her. At this distance, he could clearly see she was holding the hooked handle of his missing lightsaber and what appeared to be his own holocron in her hands. A gift, my lord, she said, tilting her head to look up at him. You tried to kill me, Bane said warily, not taking his eyes off her. I was hired to capture you, she corrected. It was just a job. Now that job is finished. Reaching out, Bane took the hilt from her hand. His fingers slipped around the familiar curved grip and ignited the blade. Diktochi rose to her feet but showed no fear. Why are you still here? Bane asked. I knew you had broken free, she explained. I hoped you might come here during your escape. You had a premonition I would find you? Bane was aware the Iktochi were supposed to have precognitive abilities, but he had only the vaguest idea of how powerful or accurate their visions might be. Night after night, I have seen you in my visions, she answered. Our destinies are intertwined. What if your destiny is to die at my hand? He asked, raising up his blade. Neither of us is fated to die in this place, my lord. As if in opposition to her words, another explosion from inside the facility rocked the chamber. What do you want from me? Let me study under you, she implored, seemingly oblivious to the rapidly mounting danger from the collapsing prison. Instruct me in the dark side. Teach me the ways of the Sith. Do you realize what you are asking? Bain demanded. My existence has no meaning, Vygtorj explained. You can give my life purpose. You can guide me to my destiny. What can you offer me in return? Loyalty. Devotion. A shuttle to escape this prison before it collapses. And Khaleb's daughter. The next explosion was close enough that they could actually hear it echoing from down the hall. I accept, Bane said, extinguishing his lightsaber, after a moment's consideration, less than a minute later, they were aboard the Iktochi shuttle, leaving the stone prison and the final violent throes of its destruction behind them.
0: Okay, so Bane allows the instinct of the Force to guide him to safety, something that he did in his youth, before he knew he could control the Force. What he used to think was just look. This is where he finds the Huntress waiting for him. When he confronts her, she kneels down in front of him and gives him back his lightsaber and holocron. Then she asks Bane to be his new apprentice. When he asks what she could do for him, she told him that she would give him undying devotion away off of and Khaleb's daughter. Bane accepts her offer, and that's where this episode comes to an end. So join us tomorrow for the next part of the story. We hope to see you there.